Okay, get a load of this. This is this is exactly what I would expect from the Biden White House, but they are so blatant. Like they're so, I'm sorry to use this word, but they're so ballsy in how they're treating us. Senator Tom Cotton said that according to his knowledge, the Secret Service, they've concluded this investigation into, into the baggie of cocaine that was found in the White House, the baggie of cocaine that was found near the Situation Room in the White House. This is the most highly restricted, highly secure area, not just in the White House, not just in the United States, one of the most highly secured areas in the world. And they claim, well, we don't know who brought the drugs in. We don't know. We can't figure it out. We're supposed to be an elite law enforcement operation, and we don't know. We don't know. Of course, none of us believe them. They obviously know who brought it in. It was obviously Hunter Biden. Obviously, he's a crackhead who who's, was caught tweaking out on camera, in addition, of course, to all of his laptop videos that show him engaging in drug behavior. Senator Tom Cotton says when the Secret Service conducted their investigation before they had officially reached the conclusion, their preconceived conclusion, that they didn't know who brought the drugs into the White House, Tom Cotton says that the Secret Service didn't even interview Hunter. They didn't even ask the guy a question. They didn't even sit down with him. Like, are you kidding me? How, how must this conversation have, go, have gone? Imagine this for a second. You have a Secret Service superior that's like, hey, Sergeant, I'd like you to conduct an investigation into this baggie of cocaine that was found in the White House. But one stipulation here, one caveat to this investigation is you may not, and you may not interview, you may not question the known crackhead that lives there. Hunter Biden lives in the White House. He is a known crackhead and the Secret Service didn't even ask him what he knew about this cocaine. The Biden administration is so blatant. They are actually thumbing their noses at us. Because imagine that, imagine if any of us did that. Imagine if this had happened in the Trump White House. This would have been a story forever. And the person, believe you me, the person who brought that cocaine in the White House would have been identified and probably prosecuted and potentially sent to prison. People across America, American citizens, are charged and convicted of cocaine-related offenses on a daily basis. But when it's Hunter Biden, they do nothing. This is not just because of a two-tiered system of justice. That's bad enough that rules for me are not the same as rules for thee. It's also because Hunter Biden would go to prison for something like this, because right now he's entered into a diversionary program agreement with the federal government over his firearms offense. And part of this diversionary program agreement that allows him to avoid prison for that offense, it requires him to be drug-free for two years. So if they found this cocaine and figured out, you know, brought Sherlock Holmes in and their drug-sniffing dogs and just tracked down the perpetrator, the criminal suspect, then Hunter Biden could potentially go to prison, not just for the drug offense, but for his firearms offense as well. And the Biden administration could never tolerate that because Hunter Biden is probably the most protected person in our country because he holds all of the secrets to all of the corruption in the White House. Joe Biden knows this. There's a reason Hunter Biden lives at the White House. There's a reason that Joe Biden won't say a negative word against him. Because if he wants, Hunter Biden could blow this whole shebang wide open. He kind of did unintentionally with his laptop, but imagine if he did that intentionally. Imagine if he leaked even one little thing about his father to the media. Imagine if he had a sit down because he was angry with his family, a sit down interview and he betrayed any information. Joe Biden is terrified of Hunter Biden. This is not a story of a father's love. This is a story of abuse and manipulation by the son of the father. The Biden White House will never say a word about this. Also, what I wanted to do today is give you 
an idea or give you a sneak peek of what we do on the Liz Wheeler Show community over on Locals. Locals is your conservative alternative to Patreon. Patreon went woke, so conservative creators like me use Locals now. We have a VIP community over on Locals. If you are a VIP on the Liz Wheeler Show community on Locals, you get access to additional content, bonus content every day. We have have bonus segments for the show that are viewed just by Liz Wheeler Show community VIPs on Locals. And I'd like to share with you today one of those extended segments. They're not always apolitical like this one is, but I wanted to give you a little sneak peek in case you'd like to come join us. If you would, you can go to lizwheeler.com locals. But this is what we talked about over on Locals today. Take a look. Okay, just what we've all been waiting for. This is not political one bit. This is, this isn't even cultural. This is just, this is just funny. This is just funny. So The Bachelor franchise, you guys are familiar with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. This show has been on the air. This reality show has been on the air for several decades. There was a period of my life when I was in my mid-20s that I watched a couple of seasons of The Bachelor. I mean, who among us hasn't, right? Well, apparently The Bachelor is trying to shake things up Um, After they fired Chris Harrison, I think a lot of people stopped caring about The Bachelor because it went woke. And the good part of the show, which was Chris Harrison, he was fired for a totally innocuous comment. Um, Like I said, the woke just got him because I don't think he's a leftist, even though he kind of keeps that under, under wraps. Leftists don't usually keep it under wraps, let's just say that. Well, ABC is trying to shake things up, so they've announced that their new season of The Bachelor is going to be called The Golden Bachelor. Now, what does the Golden Bachelor mean, you might be thinking, and why do I care about this? Well, there's absolutely no reason for you to care about this, except that I thought it was interesting and hilarious, because the Golden Bachelor is not a 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30-year-old man looking for love like the other bachelors. The Golden Bachelor is a 71-year-old man. So think about this from like an intersectionality perspective, right? You had You had the controversy on The Bachelor a few years ago because there weren't enough black contestants. There hadn't been a black bachelor. So they had to bring in a black bachelor. And then after they fired Chris Harrison, they had to hire a black woman to host in his place because he was a middle-aged white man. You see what I mean when I say that they went woke. So now, of course, is it ageist to have only young people on The Bachelor? Who's to say? But what we get in response to this is an old man on this reality show looking for a, quote, second chance at love. And they released a trailer of it, so I thought that we should watch that together. Take a look. He posts his thirst traps in a leather-bound album. His DMs have postage. He gets the early bird special anytime he wants. If you call him, he'll answer the phone. He doesn't have gray hair. He has wisdom (laughs) highlights. Florida wants to retire and move to him. He's Gary. And I'm your first Golden Bachelor. (laughs) Okay, the actual funny part of that video was when they say, if you call, he'll answer the phone. Because that is a generational deficiency and anyone in the millennial generation or in Gen Z, we don't answer our phone. I don't even answer my phone usually. And if you leave me a voicemail, I absolutely will not listen to it. You can text me what you want like a normal person. And if it's important enough, then we will connect on the phone. Well, Jerry or Gary, who knows? It's, his name is spelled very strangely, actually. It's G-E-R-R-Y. So Gary, Jerry, whatever. This golden bachelor is going to be the lead on this reality show in an upcoming season. And I have a little prediction to make. I think that one of the the ways that they're going to spark drama with this guy, since old people or older people 
are sometimes not quite as prone to drama as young people. This is what I predict. I predict that the cast of women who are going to be competing for his heart are going to span the age the age range. I don't think it's just going to be people who are his age. It's not just going to be 60 to 75-year-old women. I think this is going to be women as young as 25, and that's going to be a source of drama. Did he go out with the young girl? Did he kiss the younger women? What does he think of the middle-aged woman who's 20 years younger than him versus the women who are age-appropriate for him? That's going to be the drama. And I got to tell you, there's a chance I might watch this. I haven't watched reality TV in a bit. I don't really have time for that stuff anymore. Like I said, I watched a little bit of the Kardashians in my 20s, I will admit. A little bit of The Bachelor in my 20s, I'll admit. I've never really gotten into The Real Housewives, probably for better, because that show is trash. However, this is kind of tempting. This is a little bit tempting to watch this, because I feel like it's going to be utter trash, absolute garbage, but it might, it might, it might be pretty um, entertaining. Uh, okay, this is what Disney's Disney's executive said about it. Said this Disney executive's name is Rob Mills. He spoke to Variety and he said it's such a different way of doing The Bachelor because these people are just at a totally different place in their lives. There's an interesting thing about people who have hit the other end of the spectrum, who've lived their lives, they've raised their kids, some have been widowed or divorced, or maybe some have never been in love. We thought that would be an interesting dynamic through The Bachelor prison. Prism. Prison. Well, maybe there was a Freudian slip. I gotta say, I kind of agree. I kind of think this is going to be a good a good show. And I know you guys are going to be judging me so hard in the comments for even talking about The Bachelor because this isn't political and it isn't cultural. But sometimes I just want to share with you what I find interesting, even if it is not valuable information, even if it's just a guilty pleasure. So let me know if you're going to watch this or what you think of this. Um, also, my one critique is that the, the photograph, which I will show you right now, the photograph of him holding this golden golden rose, you know, the premise of The Bachelor is that he gives a rose to the woman he wants to stay. He kind of just looks like, the picture looks like King Midas. Kind of weird. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. King Midas, which is maybe what I'm going to call him from now until the end of the season. So let me know if you're going to watch it, and that is all.